wake your ass up and get some coffee. To us, coffee isn't just a beverage. It's a community. It's an accumulation of the global network of fair trade farmers to the independently owned coffee shops working together to bring the freshest coffee to their local neighborhoods. You're listening to Coffee and Power by Acme Radio Live. Hello, Nashville. Welcome to our fifth podcast, Coffee and Power by Acme Radio Live. My name is Q Taylor. Got my people in the building. Mr. Jimmy, what's up? Good morning. My brother, Nate. Good morning. And we got a dope, cool, laid back. Keyword cool. Vibed out <laughs> special guest today, my brother, Tyler Laird. How's it going? From Twitter. So we're going to get into him. We're going to pick his brain and talk about something that's uh, trending in Nashville and around the world. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Our fifth podcast. So we hot, right? We're doing it. We're getting there. Are we, are we number one yet? Not yet. <laughs> but you can subscribe uh, on Acme Radio website um, if, you're, if you're becoming addicted to listening to us. Subscribe on Acme Radio Live. We're on Spotify. And, uh, and then there's some other stuff too, right? Apple Music, Apple Music as well. So check all, us all out. All the podcasting platforms. All the podcasting Wherever you pod- ingest your podcast. Wherever there's a podcast. There. I'll be there. So speaking of five, I wanted to come up with like uh, I always try to think about funny things to start out with. But today I wanted to talk about top five vibey things in Nashville, things to do today. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you all my top five things and feel free to add if you don't think this is cool. So here's my top five. <laughs> this is top five. If, if my cool, spots are lame. Top five cool things to do in Nashville right now. Wednesday nights at Flamingo. Super dope. If you've never been to Flamingo, it's in the Wedgwood, Houston area across from Bastion. Uh, they got an R&B jazz jam, which is very sexy. I heard that Leon Bridges was spotted there. Any Ooh. Leon Bridges fans in here? Oh, heck yeah. Okay, okay. Absolutely. And uh, a lot of a lot of people like to go to Percy Priest Lake on the weekend. That's number two. The third thing is the farmer's market. Which one? Definitely. Which one? Ooh, that's a good question. Is it 12 South or downtown? Either one. Both they're, are they're dope. All great farmer's markets. Two for one Tuesdays at Cinema. If you're into getting a drink for free when you purchase one drink, that's <laughs> yeah. two for oh, one. Oh, I like free drinks. Dig that. Uh, house liquors, uh, wines, and uh, uh, beers on tap, too. So that's kind of cool. And what's the fifth thing? What's that? One, two, three, four. I don't have a fifth thing. Wow. And that was the question I wanted to ask you guys. Is there one other thing in Nashville that's super dope in the summertime? Bearded Iris Patio. Okay. You can't go wrong with that. That is a great hang. I've never been. They've got, am I allowed to say they have the best beer in Nashville? Am yeah, I allowed to say that? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have the best beer in Nashville. You just breached your contract. I know. Man. I have to get new sponsors. Damn. I've been really digging some uh, El Fuego margaritas. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. strong. Okay. Nice and refreshing. All right. Jimmy, you got anything? Um, That board game cafe. Board game. Little Bongo Java? Yeah. That's a good summer hang. That's, that's pretty fun. I mean, you can do that any time of year, but when it's like super thick and hot and you're like chewing on the air a little bit. Okay. You're like, I want to go somewhere. That's like an escape the summer hang. Yeah, totally. Okay. When it's super hot and... Your window unit just isn't cutting it in yep. your house. You're like, I gotta go get some AC, 
And shout out, shout out to all the music venues as well. It's, it's always a dope concert in the summertime. The Five Spot, all the local stuff, Basement East. I think the Ryman is doing some cool stuff in the summer too. They're actually bringing some hip hop to the Ryman. They just had Wu Tang. I know Commons coming next month. So uh, I'm I'm big into the concert scene in the summer in Nashville. Is it true that Wu Tang was the first? Hip hop show at the Ryman. Yes, wow, that's pretty crazy. Yes, you'd, you'd think you'd think that had happened by Do now. Do we know what year that was? No, that was that 2019. Yeah. Oh, that was AD. the first. Was like yeah, month. just now. Yes. Wow. Shout out to yeah. ODB. Like we're in, we're in it. We're in the history. That's history right now. Yeah. Yeah. Current <laughs> current history. Yeah. Run DMC is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler, how you doing, man? I'm good. Good to I'm a, see I'm you, I'm a little, uh, little bummed I have to follow Bob Bernstein. But, oh. uh, <laughs> the Godfather. The Godfather the Godfather. Shout out to Bob. That that fourth podcast was lovely. We were happy to do that. But we're, we're very happy to have you as well. well so. Thanks. Uh, so I'm going to give you a little background. Switters was founded in 2011 by Kyle and Sherry Young. They went to Southeast Asia and fell in love with iced coffee. And they brought that flavor over to Nashville and started this company eight years ago. Tyler is one of the faces of the operations, and he's going to give us a little background about how he reps the brand. Yeah, so uh, I got pretty lucky. I um, had a job at an audiovisual place that shared a parking lot, and I was kind of getting tired of that scene. And I just made a joke to somebody like, oh, I'll just go work at Switters. And uh, he told them, he said, uh, <laughs> hey, Tyler wants a job. <laughs> and they said, oh, wow, okay, we'll hire him today. We need people really bad. They had just lost like an extra hand that did some bottling. So when I started out, I was just, you know, helping with some of the production, doing some bottling, some deliveries, uh, doing a lot of cleaning of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then as time went on, I kind of like really fell in love with the product. Uh, Kyle and Sherry are some of the best people I've ever worked for. And uh, Rob, our kind of head of production guy, he, you know, was my direct boss. He was a great, great boss. And so I said, I love this company. I love the brand. I love Nashville. Uh, it was kind of my introduction to craft coffee. Uh, you know, I'd always been drinking coffee, but, I, you know, I was, I had one of those Dunkin' Cups that got me like half off when I got a refill. Sick. Uh, so... <laughs> I learned a lot about coffee and uh, now I'm like, I'm in it. I love going to talk to people at different restaurants and coffee shops and say, hey, let's try this coffee and uh, I'll try some of your coffee. Maybe we'll make uh, like a cool coffee cocktail out of this. How can we help each other in our different businesses? So what, what was your initial reaction when you found out that the joke that you made landed you a new job? Uh, well, I, I remember thinking I'm not dressed for an interview, right? Now. <laughs> uh, and you know, I'd seen them in the parking lot. Sometimes they would just come over and say, Hey, this coffee is close to it's best by date. Do you guys want it? So I knew these people and they, they'd always seen me and what I was walking around in and those hot summer days where I was like slinging heavy, uh, speakers and amps and stuff. And I was like, I got to I gotta go find a collared shirt that they've never, ever seen me in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to fool these people. I'm thinking I know how to wear a collar. Yeah. <laughs> so was your was your AV boss the one that told them? Uh, no, it, it was this guy that worked for the same company, but he was a manufacturer. He, uh, I think that's the word. He would uh, create cool like chandeliers and benches. Okay. His name was Pete. I miss Pete. He moved. He doesn't miss you, though, because he like pawned you off quick. 
Oh no, Pete. Uh, <laughs> Pete was a he liked sweaters more than he liked his job. Okay, also. okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's sick. Cool. All right. Well, we'll let's let's dig into this a little bit more. We're going to take a quick break and uh, get back to my man Tyler. Uh, Coffee and podcast powered by Acme Radio Live. <laughs> Do you like hip-hop? Hell yeah. Do most radio stations play good hip-hop? Hell yeah. Wait, no they don't. Wrong. Wrong. If you like real hip-hop, tune in every Thursday at 11 p.m. for Hamill's Hip Hop Hour, only on Acme Radio Live. Hell yeah. Are you looking for a coffee pod that won't destroy the planet? You're listening to Coffee and Power by Acme Radio Live. Tune in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. for Hamill Hears a Who, where we spotlight artists you should know about. Each week, I sit down with an artist to find out their influences, the stories behind their songs, and what they're listening to. Hamill Hears a Who, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central, and a replay on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. on Acme Radio Live. Radio Live strives to showcase authentic Music City. We don't just do that through all the hot tracks we play on our station, but we do it with our content. Not only do we deliver the best music from local and touring acts all day, every day, but we also create content for these artists that live on the Acme Radio Live YouTube page. Head to YouTube and search Acme Radio Live for all the videos of your favorite artists. And while you're at it, click subscribe so you can stay up to date with the most authentic content you've seen in Music City. To listen live, visit acmeradiolive.com. Welcome back. Coffee and podcast powered by Acme Radio Live. We got my man Tyler Laird from Sweaters in here today. Man, I was thinking about about a year ago, I was chilling at the crib watching House Party with Kid and Play. <laughs> what a sentence. In my flip <laughs> in my flip-flopping socks and sweatpants. And the day before I made some coffee and I put that shit in the refrigerator. And the next day, I put it on I I took it out the fridge poured it over some ice and I, I started drinking it and it and it tasted I was like this don't taste like anything that's in the coffee shop yeah. it was not the business so which you know comes full circle with today it's like what the hell is iced coffee and nitro like people how, don't know what how the hell. do you do it yeah so so talk to me about this yeah well uh iced coffee I think is a very general term like um just like hey can I have a cup of coffee right that could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people uh sweaters does a flash chill method uh so we brew our coffee hot we get it very cold very fast uh and that will we we use the hot method because every roaster and brewer will agree you got to brew it hot to get the best tasting notes out of it that's why the shikiso is so bright and so fruity when we do our method because it uh you know brings out those really good citrusy tasting notes and then uh, once we get it below 40 degrees, it stops extracting and it stops brewing and it stops, uh, the you know, getting bitter. When we brew into kegs, we use nitrogen to push it through so it doesn't oxidize um, and stays fresh for about 10 weeks. And it always tastes like it was just brewed and it's always super citrusy and delicious. And uh, I would say most, most other companies that sell iced coffee are selling a cold brew, which, you know, you throw a bunch of grinds into a big vat of water, let it sit for a long time, and then it starts to slowly, slowly brew and extract at that room temperature instead of that hot, close to boiling temperature. And then you get those uh, like very, very nutty, very chocolatey tasting notes. It's a little bit more full bo- uh, body, kind of oily. Okay. But it's very, I feel like 
cold brew is kind of a blanket term that people do apply to an iced coffee beverage. Yeah, people call our product cold brew too. Yeah. I think it's just because it's that cognitive memory thing of like, hey, I, I want this cold iced coffee drink. Uh, hey, can I have a cold brew? And sometimes I'll be like, oh, actually, we do a flash chill. <laughs> right. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, yep, you can have here whatever. Here's your iced coffee. <laughs> yeah. I'll never call it cold brew, but if you do, you know, maybe I won't correct you. Why so, do you think it's so popular, cold brew? Because like it is, it's like the, it's the name brand of iced coffee mm-hmm. for think, some reason. I think cold brew is fairly accessible to people because it doesn't like if you were going to drink a cup of black iced coffee and you had a flash chill and a cold brew in front of you, and you weren't typically a black coffee drinker, I would put money on the fact, Mm -hmm. not the fact because you haven't tasted them yet, but (laughs) I would put money on the idea that you would probably be more into that cold brew. Yeah. Because it is less complex flavor-wise, and it is more pleasing. Like, it's mellow, it's sweeter, it has more caffeine, and a lot of times people in the morning are just trying to get, like, the swiftest kick in the ass they can get. Would you agree with that, Tyler? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, a lot of people like uh, typically more dark roast coffee because of the chocolatiness. And, um, you know, I think Starbucks kind of instilled like coffee supposed to be bold and rich and bitter. And I think uh, it just kind of fits I, like the cold brew method kind of fits that uh, very well. But there's a lot missing from that coffee. Like if you take, I, I would a, agree. If yeah. you take a great coffee and cold brew it, mm-hmm. you're not like you said. Like without the application of heat during the brewing process, mm-hmm. you're not getting a lot of those special notes about that coffee. Right. And that that's kind of what I've what I've admired about Switters from the beginning is that you all go out and find like the best coffees in town from local roasters, and you're like, how do we preserve this in a way and sell it to people that's true to what that product was initially? Right. Um, and in, in months like this too, it's crucial where it's like so freaking hot outside mm-hmm. and somebody like me, like I want to taste all the complexities of every coffee yeah. that I drink. Don't really want to compromise on that. So it's awesome that somebody's out there paying really close attention to like, how do we micro brew, uh, in a flash chilled way? That's like, you know, just preserving all the integrity of the coffee and then spreading it out over all over town and yeah yeah getting people acquainted with new roasters too like mm-hmm. it's so cool that you all work with so many different great roasters in town yeah i mean everybody has something different to offer uh we you know pick our favorites from everybody and that just gives us a better selection um we have you know a, a wide array we have a dark roast medium roast and uh, multiple light roasts and uh, we use like Honest Coffee out of Franklin a lot because they do a lot of very small batch, very niche stuff. Mm-hmm. They do uh, a ton of naturals, which we always get really excited about. The Shikiso is killer right now, so we can't get enough of that. Okay. Do you find like, uh, uh, do you find a particular region or a particular pro? Like, do you do you feel like your customers are super into naturals the same way that you all are? Um, that's tough to say because I think, uh, our customers, you know, some customers love our dark roast nitro and they'll swear by it. They say it's the best thing they've ever had. And, uh, I'll, I'll offer them some light roast, some light roast single origin. And they go, Ooh, this is, don't like it. You know, us, uh, the, uh, basically everybody at Switters just drinks light roasts yeah. and, uh, you know, we, we make sure our dark roast tastes good, so we sample it when we're brewing, but none of us want to sit down with a cup of our dark roast. Yeah. 
So I heard you use the word shikizo a couple of times. Jimmy, you want to explain to the people what shikizo? Oh, the shikizo, yeah. yeah. So the shikizo is one of one of our current coffees at 8th and Roast. Um, it's a naturally processed Ethiopian coffee from the Guji region. Um, it is, I would describe it as a fruit bomb. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of red berry, a lot of melon, honey. It's just very, very sweet. Uh, fairly complex for being a natural coffee. So how... We carry a lot of different beans from all over the place. Why Shikizo and Switters? Why did those two come together? I think that that coffee in particular, like uh, when you flash chill it and it's cold and it still has like all those intense fruity yeah. flavors, it's really a special yeah. thing. It's it's almost like a glass of wine mm-hmm. that you know that you can drink in the morning and feel good about. I uh, I on one of your other pod other episodes you said that you always remember your first natural yeah and i do it was another ethiopia um i think we got it from honest and i was like is this this is tea yeah this tastes like tea. <laughs> right. does this count yeah um can you go into like the flash chill process that you guys do if it's proprietary and super super it, secret yeah it is a little proprietary okay. um, but like what, what are some ways are you all doing okay let me see i so i mostly do sales rob and andrea are doing all the brewing right now but i know that we uh we have a two batch brewer we brew into corny kegs uh which you know you can like just slide under the brewer and it pours into it yeah and then we throw a top on and pressurize it and move it into our regular sankey kegs uh after it goes through our flash chill process what's a sankey keg uh sankey keg they're all just different couplers i I don't this is like weird hardware nerd talk but uh, (laughs) uh basically just connects to the beverage line in a different way gotcha um but we i want to say we do i think it's a i want to say there's three gallons because we brew into half barrels which hold 15 gallons and so they just they do you know they know exactly how many uh brews go into a half barrel and then maybe sometimes brew into a six stall well, i don't know if that answers your question no, no, no like three gallons that's that's crazy considering like how much production you all do that you're brewing oh in yeah three gallon batches like yeah that, yeah you yeah totally are a microbrewery. That's yep. badass. Yeah. And I mean, it's been, 2019 has been a great, great year for us. Uh, we got signed on with a distributor and so our range has really broadened and we have basically hit the limit of every production that we have right now. We, That's awesome. uh, you know, when I started, we were doing a uh, one day brew day and now it's taking almost two and a half uh, to brew as much coffee as we need to sell in a week. Um, we, our little walk-in is just, I mean, Ramped. It's crazy to see growth and like yeah. you know I've you know with our business with the coffee side you know it was just Jimmy and now we got two people roasting and we need someone to bag the coffee and we got a delivery driver mm-hmm. it's amazing how far you can go with things so I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear that you guys are doing really well with that so yeah yeah well thank you um also I was curious well, you guys have those pouches too yeah and that is something I mean I know you guys bottle. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Everyone's seen bottled coffee at yeah. Whole Foods or whatever. But like, I haven't seen the pouch before. Is that? Did you guys do that? I've seen bagged wine. I'm a, I'm very familiar with bagged <laughs> wine. Uh, but like, that was such a cool concept when we yeah, started carrying yeah. that in the shop. It's like, oh, it's sealed. It's mm-hmm. fresh. You can bring it out like on the river to a barbecue. It's like ready to go. Right. It's such a cool idea. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, when did you guys start doing that? Uh, I want to say Sherry came up with the idea. I don't know how she came across it, but she was like, hey, look at these. These are really cool. And, uh, you know, we tried so tried some different sizes out, and then we did some, you know, samples where we brewed into them. And then well, I was, we didn't brew into them, but, we, you know, we right. put coffee in them, let them sit for a while, see how they tasted. And uh, we thought this was great. Um, bulk always creates a lower price per ounce. And so, you know, you basically get five cups of coffee for $12. You know, I, that's pretty unheard of. Um, and we started doing it maybe a year ago. Okay. It's hard to say. Yeah. So it's pretty new. Start, you know, and it's weird. And because it's so new and a little different, some markets are just like, I don't. What do we do with it? What do we, yeah. What yeah. do we do with this? Or are we selling this in individual cups? You want us to retail this? You just so kind of hold a, it up over your face. There's a nozzle. Yeah. The slap the bag. <laughs> slap the bag. So <laughs> it's fairly easy. I don't know why people have such a hard time consuming your pouches. <laughs> <out of> your <laughs> but let's dive a little bit more into that. We'll take one more break right here. Uh, Coffee and podcast powered by Acme Radio Live. You tune in every day to hear what artists are stopping by the Acme Radio Live studio, but this gal thinks it's time we call a few more ladies to the front. So tune in every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. for interviews and live in-studio sessions with Nashville's finest females. And me, your DJ Ratio, on Girls Rule the Roost. Sex in the Music City, powered by Acme Radio Live, is a no-holds-barred talk show hosted by me, Amy Muriello. The talk is explicit, uncensored, and sometimes R-rated, but it is always real. Real women, real stories, real sex. And it's not just sex. It's sex and the music city, and that means me and my girls, Brit and Bev, will be diving deep into what dating, hooking up, loving, or whatever you call it is like in Nashville. We'll talk the hottest spots, take you inside the minds of strippers, swingers, the singles who make up Music City. Sex in the Music City is hosted at our favorite hotspot, Acme Feed and Seed, in the heart of downtown Nashville. The show airs every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central, and stream and download Sex in the Music City on all the podcast platforms. And while you're at it, give us a rating. Five stars, baby. Follow us at sexinthemusiccity.com. Instagram is at sexinthemusiccity, and our YouTube, SATMC Nashville. For more information, visit us at sexinthemusiccity.com. Hey, this is Q, and you're listening to Coffee and Powered by Acme Radio Live. Hey, Alexa, play the best local music from Nashville, Tennessee. I don't know the best local music from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, Alexa, play the hottest new tracks. I'm sorry, I don't know the hottest new tracks. Hey, Alexa, just play Acme Radio Live. Welcome to Acme Radio Live. Ask Alexa to play Acme Radio Live and you've got direct access to Authentic Music City. To see what we're playing and for more info, head to acmeradiolive.com. Acme Radio Live is just the coolest. I'm Alexa and I approve this message. This is Nate. You're listening to the Coffee and Podcast powered by Acme Radio Live. Welcome back. Episode 5, Coffee and, powered by Acme Radio Live. We've been talking about uh, I was watching House Party, and we talked about cold brew versus flash chill. Give us one more recap so people can understand, Tyler, the different methods of that mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, cold brew uh, sits in water, and it extracts very slowly, and it turns out usually very chocolatey and nutty and oily. Uh, flash chill process, we extract the coffee. Uh, we get those really bright and citrusy tasting notes. You get a little bit more complex flavor out of it. Okay. Very, very different beverages despite the, the common name usage that gets yeah. applied to the whole the whole uh, 
spectrum of iced coffee. Iced it's, it's all iced coffee, but but oh, it ain't all cold. It's brew. not all cold brew. Damn it! <laughs> but now you know. Now you know. Now you know. And the more you know, better for your health. But I feel like it's hot though. Like uh, you know, not I mean, it is hot outside it's as hot. well, but. It's trending. it's trending. It's trending. On like Twitter, I talked about yeah. earlier, like the the five things that's cool in Nashville, like going to the basement east or going to the farmers market, hitting up the lake, and like getting a cold brew, flash chill, slash whatever term you want to use. Like that's a part of your routine now. Oh yeah, like, that's I see that all the time. There's I think uh, I think nitro too. Nitro coffee is yeah. hitting the market in a big way. It's hot in the streets, son. It is. There's. I mean. We, I've, I've got, I've got regulars. It's like iced coffee all year. Doesn't matter the temperature. Doesn't matter the time of day. Like to me, iced coffee, cold brew, flash chilled nitro, any of that is like a post noon drink to me. It's like, whoa, I can't yeah, have cold brew. That. It's ten a.m. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but let's talk are, about this at a more yeah, reasonable on, time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like some people all day, they're like, that's their drink now. Yeah. That's what they go for. You'll never um, burn your tongue with ice So coffee. true. And That's you can s- slam it down. It's yeah. a good uh, I'm going somewhere mm-hmm. drink. It's can you cool mix off. it with whiskey? And Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of my biggest pushes for Nashville right now is coffee cocktails. Turn up. Yeah. We're, we are on tap with our nitro and our uh, still iced coffee at a number of places that do it. Like Fifth and Taylor does a really good one. Uh, Butcher and B just started doing one. Walden, uh, I just went on uh, like a midtown kind of west side run doing some samples, and I had some of the best that I've ever had. I had it at Tequila, a Tequila Whoa. iced coffee cocktail, and it was amazing. Wait. That was at uh, Bar Louis, or okay. no Louis? I'm sorry, Louis Wine Dive. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, Bar I've Louis popping off. I've heard that. Place. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that place is seriously dope. Like, yeah, we after. just walked in and you know dropped off some samples. He's like, I think I could do something with this, and I was like, this is might be the best one I've ever had. What is wow. so cool. what? Do you know what was in it? Tequila sounds like a curveball to me. Uh, that's a good question. He made it so fast that I didn't see what else went in. Okay. Um, but we had some really good Ethiopian natural. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's the move. You okay. Can, so we got to plan a trip over to this. To this wine dive. Mm-hmm. So coffee cocktails is kind of what you're pushing. Also, anything else like in the works? You've got bottles. You've got pouches. I know a lot of other companies. I've seen like cartons before. Just yeah. like different different vessels to hold your iced coffee in. Like what else are you guys planning on? So uh, we've been doing these 12-ounce glass bottles since we started. Um, and we are going to transition that into cans uh, this winter. Mm. We've done a bunch of shelf life testing. We did a test run of the cans, and uh, it was a really cool thing to watch the canning line. And um, it's going to be canned in a way that it's going to taste like it's nitro. So that'll be neat. Cool. Because um, you can't do that with bottles. It's way too much pressure. Uh, and then we're just going to start distributing those in more places around Nashville as well as some like more Kroger's and Publix. That's the plan anyways. That's my that's my winter job. Growth. <laughs> Yeah, get into those groceries. Mm-hmm. So, are you getting rid of the bottles altogether, or are you going to have cans as well? We're going to get rid of the bottles. Uh, it's a little bit better for the environment. Um, cool. It's easier to recycle aluminum than glass, and uh, it helps keep the coffee better, tastes better, stays fresh longer. Mm-hmm. We so like we that. will be done with bottles. Yeah, I love that. If the if the earth can win and the coffee can win. Yeah. If if the coffee survives global warming. Right. Yeah. yeah. Can, as long as we keep growing that shit. Dang, that got, got dark. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It's just no, going to be it. like, I just picture at the end of it all, this sad coffee plant in a lab somewhere, mm-hmm. the last one. <laughs> and like, it's this human event that we all, we have to go watch the last tree die. Yeah. <laughs> Q circling back to (laughs) over here like what the hell so so you opened up this whole thing with you making hot coffee in your Mr. Coffee pot putting it in the fridge and thinking you invented something yeah because I don't like throwing anything away I get that I just watched a YouTube video for some reason I should have lasted three seconds and I I was like oh watch the whole thing but it was this super rich guy like five ways to be a millionaire by the time you're 12 and he was like oh i make iced coffee at home and i was like i gotta watch this one and he does the same thing and i was like it's bullshit like it's not real so can people do this at home the right way because all you did is cooled was it cold coffee yes but was it iced coffee not really you didn't do it the the good way you didn't do it the good way (laughs) i did it the ratchet hood (laughs) well i mean you you got it cold after it had been brewed for a while and when it's been brewed for a while it starts to get mm-hmm. stale so right. it's stale before you're getting it cold whereas with like the flash chill you're brewing it hot getting all that exciting flavor and then like freezing it sealing it in there yeah. not literally freezing it which right. is quite opposite from heating up a chicken sandwich from burger king four days later right which is kind of what you did with coffee so basically but so in reverse, but in reverse. <laughs> is there a way people can do it the good way in their own home if they can't make it to Eighth and Roast or Switters or go to the store and grab something, what are some ways people can have a cold coffee at home? Uh, I think that's going to be more of a Jamie question. I can sell the product pretty well and talk about our stuff, but I kind of am limited to Switters uh, flash chill knowledge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you could do like a knockoff flash chill at home that's nowhere near the quality of what i've seen i've had some really good pour overs over ice yeah like a uh, i don't know japanese style yeah exactly over where basically all you're doing is splitting uh the ratio like if you were going to use 25 grams of coffee and 400 grams of water you would just use like either 180 to like 220 grams of ice and then 200 grams or so of water so you're you're brewing less coffee but you're ending up with the same ratio of mm. coffee and water in your finished beverage. Um, your brew strength is going to be a lot more intense, but it's immediately hitting that ice, and that ice is incorporated into the beverage as well. Yeah. So you can you kind of have to experiment with it at home, but that is an easier way to get a decent cup of iced coffee at home. If it's so like I did it the other day because it was so hot, and I really needed another cup of coffee, but I w- couldn't couldn't handle like you know putting more heat in my body, so brew a cup of that real quick with just a v60 um tastes fine it's not it's not switters but it's a way you can pull it off at home um i recommend like if you're gonna do iced coffee at home just keep it keep some cold brew in your fridge if you're gonna make it's just like the easiest you can set it up at night and it's ready to go in the morning oh okay um so you could get like a Decide what serving you want you could even do it in a regular pitcher just put the coffee and the water in there and strain it off in the morning I wonder what would happen if you put the whiskey in there the night before as well in the next day. Ooh. I see I don't know with cold brew if you'd want the whiskey in there while it's while it's technically brewing. Yeah. Cuz that cold brew when you're letting it sit like Tyler said it's extracting really really slowly. Mm. So you're you're brewing that coffee the whole time it's sitting and it's not done brewing until you actually take the coffee grounds out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you might want to wait to incorporate something like whiskey until after it's already brewed till you've got the coffee grounds out of it. 
but yeah, feel free to experiment, people. It's like some doc from Back to the Future shit. There. Yeah. <laughs> Do some experiments and then hit us up and let us know what tastes good. I we, will. We even have a few customers that have kegerators in their house. Okay. And they just come by our oh, warehouse way. every once in That's a while. That's the best and... way to do iced coffee at home. Get <laughs> yeah, yourself yeah. a keg from Sweaters <laughs> and be the coolest person in I your think, friend group. Uh, I think Carl, who, who gets credit for being our number one fan, he goes, him and his wife go through about a keg a week. That's wow. bad. It's pretty wild. That's turning up. Kudos to Carl. Yeah, yeah, good old Carl. Where do they keep it? Do they have like a cool setup at their They camp? do. It's so cool. It's this old retro. Uh, it's a green, like old, very round fridge. Uh, and they just converted that into a kegerator. That's so sick. It's very cool. Carl, follow me on Instagram. Hit me up, dude. I'll totally come over. I want to check that shit out. <laughs> We're friends now, Carl. <laughs> Is it Carl Weathers from Action Jackson? <laughs> Well, look, so man. Let, let me let me ask something real quick. Okay, okay. Um, if people, especially any businesses in town, if they want to start carrying sweaters, how do they go about that? Where can they find more info? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> we have a website. Uh, we have all the social medias at Sweaters Coffee. Uh, you can email me, Tyler, at Sweaters Coffee. Uh, I would love to talk about getting people set up with a kegerator or some like we do weekly deliveries to a bunch of offices businesses around town if you want to talk about coffee cocktails i'd love to hear some more ideas and give you some of mine yeah so if you're like a bar a restaurant a cafe a co-working space an office space of any any type like this this could really up your game yeah so get in touch with tyler he'll bring you some tasty samples you gotta come back man we gotta yeah, have you in for another one this dude's dope wait but, also also where's your you said you have a walk-in like i can go up and just grab oh like our walk-in cooler Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, 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 not well, you're not welcome. Okay, I was like, you guys have like a brick and mortar? That's sick. <laughs> we, we are working on expanding. Okay. Uh, and one day we will have a tap room where we'll have everything nitroed, everything on tap. You can come in and uh, taste everything, get growler fills, do it, all that business. Sweet. But you just find Nate in your cooler one day. <laughs> like, you <laughs> said it was a walk-in. Walk <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to try it. <laughs> well, thanks for being here, man. You've no been worries. great. Thank you guys. Yes, uh, this is it, man. It was a nice little session. Tyler, you got to come back and see us for real, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Ethan Rose. Uh, subscribe, Acme Radio Live on the website. You can listen on uh, Apple Radio and Spotify. Thank you very much. You guys have a good day. Coffee in, powered by Acme Radio Live. To us, coffee isn't just a beverage, it's a community. It's an accumulation of the global network of fair trade farmers to the independently owned coffee shops working together to bring the freshest coffee to their local neighborhoods. I'm Nate. And I'm Jimmy. And we're roasters and baristas of one of Nashville's finest coffee shops, Ethan Roast. On Coffee and the podcast, we'll dive deep into coffee trends, the craft culture of brewing, and answer all your questions about how these coffee communities impact your daily lives. So tune in to listen live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. via acmeradiolive.com. show is also available on all podcast platforms.